offering these services to my clients and ultimately they were satisfied but it was like I was constantly draining this cup and I was um eventually pouring from an empty cup so I decided one day like you know entrepreneurship is just not what I want to pursue. Like, I'm going to start putting in the job applications, which, guys, I did. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis. Hello, hello, hello again, guys. And thank you for joining me for another episode of Talks with Tayani Samira. Um, For many of those who are probably new to the platform or this is your first time checking out one of the episodes, thank you for even joining and clicking on this episode to learn more about my journey with a burnout and, of course, how to reignite your flame. Now, for those who have been following the podcast for a while and you look forward to these episodes, thank you for joining and being a part of today's episode I love having re-listeners join the podcast week after week to listen to our special guests and, of course, special episodes with just me, myself, and you. Now, of course, this podcast was created as a platform for people to really learn how to live their intentional life, to find out their purpose, um, to identify opportunities available to them to ultimately reach success and their horizon. Now, guys, I do want to talk to you about my journey and with burnout and how I was able to reignite my flame, to reclaim my business, my confidence, and what I was pursuing, and ultimately up to this point of actually living my intentional life. Now, my experience with burnout was probably in year two of my business when I was just all over the place. Like, I knew that marketing was going to be my thing. I knew that I was going to create a profitable business where I was able to change and help other people elevate their thinking, their strategies within their personal lives or their business lives. However, I just did not know how to communicate that. I did not know what type of offerings I wanted to um, offer at the time. I was literally like a a jack of all trades and a master of none. Um, I knew that I had the skills and, you know, of course, the competencies to offer the services and products that I did at the time. However, none of that fueled um, my inner desires or my purpose as far as me waking up and wanting to actually do it. Me waking up and feeling like this is so satisfying. And don't get me wrong, guys. Um, Like I talk on all my special episodes, entrepreneurship is one of those things where you're not going to love the business every day. And that's just a part of being an entrepreneur. Like that's a part of actually either working in your business and being the grower of your business, especially if you're a solopreneur. However, I found myself struggling with actually not only being the grower and the doer in my business, 
but finding what I wanted to actually grow and what I actually wanted to do. So I remember, you know, offering all of these services, some of them that deal with a lot of the analytical aspects of companies. And for those who are not familiar with, you know, all things marketing, you know, some things are just kind of like that accounting where it doesn't change. It doesn't give you, you know, that burst of excitement. It's like, if it's an accounting, you're dealing with numbers day in, day out. Not saying that you don't love numbers. However, you know, one plus one is always going to equal two. Same things with certain parts of marketing. So I found myself being behind the computer, behind the scenes, which is ultimately what I said I wanted to do in the beginning when I was growing my business. I was like, I don't want to be the face of the company. I don't want, you know, to actually be seen. I want to be work behind the scenes. And that's actually what I manifested in my life and my business, but it was not equivalent, nor did it you know, give me that sense of excitement or nor did it match my personality. So I went through a year of my business offering these services to my clients and ultimately they were satisfied, but it was like I was constantly draining this cup and I was um, eventually pouring from an empty cup. So I decided one day, like, you know, entrepreneurship, is just not what I want to pursue. Like, I'm going to start putting in the job applications, which, guys, I did. I applied. I had goals for how many applications I was going to put in because I just knew for a fact that I did not want to pursue entrepreneurship. It just wasn't for me. I wasn't getting any thrill from it. I felt like everything was on my back and I was good. So I remember like saying I was putting five applications a day and I did get like callbacks from some of these jobs went to the interview. You know, I know I was oh I was overly qualified for some, but I was qualified for most. And some of the job interviews I got was from previous chains of, you know, me working in a previous job, which of course Um, If you've been following my journey, I started in corporate America working for the Hilton um, in the sales and marketing department. So from there, I'm like, you know, I worked for this company. I left with, you know, good, a good rapport. Like it wasn't like, you know, I was unhirable. But at that moment, nothing was just coming through. And I remember being so frustrated and I'm just like, God, okay, I'm not wanting to do entrepreneurship. The jobs are not calling me. What am I supposed to do? So I remember changing my business completely from um, Posh Simplicity, which at the time, I don't even know why I named the company that, which as a business owner, as you grow, you know, you'll learn more about brand awareness and, you know, um, branding and marketing and all of those things and taglines and names and having certain names to make sure that it's clear um, to your target audience or your potential client what you do, which was probably like my biggest downfall. However, so I rebranded my company and I was like, okay, God, I'm going to give entrepreneurship another chance 
So I, I got narrowly niched on my services. I was like, you know, what's causing me the most frustration? Which number one, if you're experiencing burnout, the number one key is to understand what is causing you the most frustration. If it's money, are you not bringing in the money that you desire? Or is it, are you bringing in money, but it's not the amount of money that you know you're worth, meaning that you're wanting to charge premium prices, but your clients are not, of course, biting those more premium services. If it's like me, you're experiencing uncertainty about your services or your offerings, then that could, you know, be something else that can lead to burnout. So number one is to, of course, identify the things that are frustrating you. Write down your frustrations. Number two would be to, once you've written down your frustrations, how can you either decrease the frustration behind this? Meaning, can you re, if it's finances, can you retarget or reposition yourself in the market to attract the type of clientele you desire? Or is there some type of system or plan that you can create for your clients to ultimately funnel them through your lower offerings to get them up to your more premium um, packages and prices. And when I say that, I like to um, refer to that as a conversion funnel. So pretty much you're walking your customers or clients through a two, three, four, however many step process. And if they are just starting out and they can only afford this, you have a budget for that. And ultimately, with your teachings, your, you know, your teachings, um, your expertise, they're able to grow and monetize off their company and eventually afford that next level in your business. So ultimately, you never lose a customer. They just gradually grow through your business. Or three... Can you rebrand your company to where you're able to start um, pretty much providing the value for people to ultimately trust that you're able to deliver with the price that they're getting ready to pay? So identifying the frustrations, number one, but number two, ultimately going back and saying, how can I decrease these frustrations? And then lastly, what I had to do was to go to God. I don't know how else to put that, but these three steps were that simple to me. Like, I literally had to identify what was frustrating me, what, how could I decrease this frustration, and then turn inwardly and ask God, source, whomever you believe in, what should I be doing? Um, typically, a lot of times, we don't listen to that inner voice, to spirit, to God, who is ultimately leading us and filling us with these different purpose-filled projects. And it ultimately leaves us feeling as if we're unqualified and, you know, all oh, this dream is not for me or what I was thinking was stupid when ultimately we're not listening to our God. We're not stopping for those moments where we're experiencing pre-burnout, which pre-burnout is when you're tired, but you're not completely tired yet. So you have enough energy to keep going. However, you know, 
at some point, you're really not going to be feeling this and you're just going to quit ultimately. But we still give it a chance because we, we listen to social media, we listen to people like, you know, you have to keep going, you have to keep going. But ultimately, like, I don't believe anything in life is supposed to make you feel negative energies. So I just want to kind of share this with you, my experience with burnout and what I did. Um, And with these three steps, I was literally able to turn my business around 360. And especially with the third step, because I left that one last instead of first is because, number one, I had to identify what was wrong anyway. Like, that was just a non-negotiable. Like, if I'm not going to work a nine-to-five I need to know, okay, with what I have going right now, what do I love most? What do I hate most? And go from there. But after I found out what my frustrations were, I was able to have a more clear conversation with God and ultimately trust and lean on him to provide me with answers and solutions. Now, of course, um, things from there started to kind of pick up because I was aware of what I did want to do and what I didn't want to do. And eventually... You know, the more I listened to Spirit and I got deeper into my, you know, um, my relationship with, you know, God and things like that, I was able to start to hear from him. I was literally like, okay, this is what your business is supposed to be. Okay, these are the type of people you're supposed to start servicing. And literally, I was attracting clients. I wasn't going out asking for clients. I wasn't pitching myself to 30 people with hopes of getting one client. Like literally I grew my business by of course cultivating new relationships, but ultimately just like being me, showing up as who I was supposed to be and not what I thought I was supposed to be. So I just kind of want to challenge you all to not take this conversation with a grain of salt and say, you know, hey, You know, I did that. I've done that once. You know, I talk to God all the time. But to really take what I'm saying and really write these things down. Um, I did a post the other day and I simply stated, like, it's not a whole lot of times where I'm not writing. I don't care if I've written the same thing 30 times. Um, If it keeps showing up in my spirit, I constantly write it down because I feel like at some point, it's supposed to manifest. It's supposed to be birthed. But in order for me to um, know what that is and how I'm going to birth this idea and really ultimately, you know, make the money I desire, attract the type of clients I desire, I need to see it. I need to visually see it. So put the pen to paper, guys. I challenge you, like I said, to ultimately just get deep within yourself. Find out the things that you know, you desire that you really want to do. And yeah, just make 2020 yours, like claim, reclaim what you desire. And I pray that this podcast blessed you in some way. Um, As always, guys, have a high vibes, intentional week. Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. 
And as always, have a high vibe intentional week.